Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, I buy it too. <laughs> All right, all right. Here we are again. This is the Blaze Buds podcast. My name is Cody. This is Raul. And um, this is the, like I said, second episode. I just want to start off by saying that we are super thankful and grateful for the people who tuned in and viewed the first one. Um, Appreciate anybody who watched and shared. Honestly, it was pretty dope to see how many people watched, if you really watched. But either way, appreciate everybody and anybody who fucking shared and liked that shit. Um, Topic this week I want to talk about is... Come overcoming struggle and adversity and the stuff that we've learned from that um, maybe how to deal with the struggle immediately and just get into the other side of it um so ultimately raul i like to look at it like there's all <coughs> kinds of struggles that we as people go through every day week month whatever it may be some of those struggles are big and a lot harder to deal with like family members maybe being sick or losing friends or your own health issues those are obviously really big and sometimes hard to deal with then there's also small struggles that we deal with like every day like getting cut off in traffic or waking up having fucking positive energy yeah yeah, (laughs) i struggle sometimes groggy as fuck yeah everybody fucking struggles with that shit waking up with energy and shit like that yeah that's a small that's a small struggles i feel super small struggle but still very can be difficult to deal with um have you had any small struggles like this week? Uh, fucking yeah, just about every day, honestly. Since you know we're doing the seventy-five hard and shit, so I think getting in, getting that second workout is really really tough. And then just just keeping to the diet, honestly. But just waking up in the morning and just you know just you know getting going from the morning from the beginning, just like get yourself to go. That's been a struggle for me lately. What do you tell but, yourself? Like, what is the, like the thing that is playing in your head that makes it difficult to like? Get the workout going Shit, to begin it's, with. It's comfortable in your bed to stay here. Yeah, warm. <laughs> and, and it's, yeah, and it's starting to get cold out, so it's you know it's even more comfortable just laying in the warm. But as soon as I'm up, you know I'm up like, and it's that easy for I, me. I'm at, I'm and it's kind of crazy. So, but it's it's hard to get out of bed. You know, I snooze my alarm at least three, four times, but it's still fucking. I give myself <laughs> enough time to do that, I guess. But I think it's funny you said <laughs> that once you're up out of bed, that it's easy for you because I'm the type to hop out of bed, turn my heater on, take a piss. And then jump back in bed and enjoy the warmth just for a little bit longer. Yeah. So, um, what do you tell yourself to get up out of bed? Fucking, you want to do this kind of thing. Like, yeah. I just know that I'm going to make myself feel bad throughout the day if I don't get up and do what I need to do. Yeah. So, that's just kind of like a personal thing. You know? Yeah. Kind of mind games. Yeah. You just feel lazy if you don't get out of bed? Yeah, I feel lazy. I feel guilty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, and it kind of just... I guess you could say haunt me throughout the day, and it just pisses me off. Just sleeping in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just... it's not even really worth fucking sleeping another hour, honestly, to me. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. Um, I think one of the small struggles I've been having is um, you said that second workout's hard for you. I think that first workout is probably the hardest for me because I'm sore from, like, the day before, and I'm just yeah. like, uh, like, I have this, like monologue in my mind this dialogue that says uh i'm tired i don't want to do this but it's like in my goals to get it done and so i have to find a way to overcome that voice that says like this is gonna hurt essentially like this is gonna start to hurt 
<laughs> and how many times a day do you fucking hear that voice though? Kind of, kind of try to control you. Even before like seventy five hard. Now with seventy five hard, I feel like we notice it even more than before. Yeah. But how many times like do you think like on a daily basis without doing seventy five hard that shit kind of just takes over you? Uh, see that's the thing is like I wasn't really aware of it before I started this challenge and had to have so many things done by the end of the day, <clears throat> and so I was just kind of just going about life and probably just a repeating voice in my head throughout the day that stops you from doing those things until I'm like, okay, I want to get this one workout in. Cause if I don't, like you said, I feel guilty at the very end of the day and don't have much peace. So I kind of look ahead to the end of the day and say, I already know that if I don't do this, I'm not going to have peace. And that's the one thing that pushes me to do that. Yeah. But I think that voice is a little bit more, um, like I'm, I was way more unaware of it a couple of weeks ago than I am today doing that challenge. But you know, a lot of times, ultimately, it could be anything from doing the dishes to doing the workout yeah. to doing some yoga to getting to work on time and getting up out the door at the right time. Just <clears throat> all these things that are like, oh, I got to do this. or yeah. it's so, well, What's like the biggest thing you've kind of learned with like doing this challenge? Because in a way, if you really look at it, it's kind of you deal with a lot of adversity with this challenge, I feel. Yeah. In, in a different aspect than like, you know, just different situations. But there's some adversity to this. Like what, what's something that you've like picked up on that shit? Um, like I, pretty much like I said, just overcoming that dialogue and creating a new dialogue. Right. So instead of, oh, this is going to hurt, I just kind of tell myself, like, shut up. Like, you, <laughs> you got to do this because you have set it as a goal for yourself to do it. And if you don't do it, you start over. So it's like, just shut up and get going. That's that's the thing for me is like, don't get it perfect. Get it going. Like, yeah, it might hurt a little bit to start. It might be uncomfortable. And you might even get to a slow start because I'm the type of person who's like, oh, I want to do everything like full speed and really get yeah. into it. So it's like, really just shut up, Cody. Quit <laughs> complaining to yourself. You're going to be okay. And get started. Because once I get started with that workout, it's just like, all right, I'm here. Five yeah. minutes in, and now I'm ready for another 35. So. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy how much we realize how much time we waste throughout the day with you know just doing this stuff. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how much just yeah the time we waste sitting there going uh this is gonna be hard and then distracting ourselves with like our phone yeah because that's comfortable that's easy like pull up the phone and then like three four five twenty minutes sometimes just go by and i'm like dang i have still not started my workout because yeah. i keep saying it's gonna be hard and that's like i said when i have to tell myself shh <laughs> let's get this going for real if you have a family member sick like obviously that's a lot bigger problem than how do i get this workout in um, or maybe a little bit harder to deal with essentially maybe than being a bigger problem but because we always obviously got to keep ourselves healthy that's really important but um, have you what would you say if you could come up with something right now like on the spot would be like a bigger issue in your life that you've had to overcome like maybe in your childhood or maybe it was more recent that you could talk about uh, I grew up with obviously like both my parents like till I was 12 years old and then you know, shit happens. My dad left and stuff like that. So we were kind of always stuck with like uh, not an, uh, a home home. Like we were always, you know, out and about with my grandma in different different houses and stuff like that. So it was really tough on like me as a kid, but I didn't really understand that shit. But it's just kind of like I always knew I didn't want that situation ever in my life again. Mm -hmm. And then just that, keeping that in the back of my head and stuff like that and just certain situations that we you know that came along with that situation. Made me just realize, like, in the back of my head, I don't ever want to feel this or go through it again or just have anybody that I know experience that. <clears throat> so it's just kind of just, you know, looking at the positive side of it, really, and then just, like, you know, like, knowing I don't want to feel this again, so I got to do everything in my power to, to you know, 
um, work towards a better life, I guess. Mm. And man, it just like it comes with experience, and it comes how you with like certain situations, like you said, uh, how you deal with it, and just like the circumstances. I personally, I was great. I'm really grateful that I had, you know, family and friends that like grew up playing baseball with, and you know, travel travel teams, and so I always saw right. like you know, you know, quote unquote families that were happy. So mm-hmm. I was like, shit, that's what I want in my life, and that's what kind of like. You know, motivate me to like do better in life, kind of shit. Right. But <clears throat> that's kind of probably the biggest one. And honestly, the way that I kind of dealt with that growing up is really big on how I think now. Right. Was there ever a time, like maybe close to after, say your dad getting up out of your life, that you almost were kind of like, like going in that cycle of like, dang, this I wish this wasn't the way it is, or like why me, essentially. Honestly, I never really like asked myself those questions. Like I always just kind of knew there was a reason for it. It, it was just kind of weird. I never really thought like that. Yeah, that's super mature of you, honestly. At that <clears> and age. then like it, it, as much as like it sucked, you know, experiencing it. Like I never questioned it. Like why me, kind of thing. So <clears throat> as I got older, I just kind of realized like it happened to me for a reason. Kind of. You were thing. never like wishing that it could be a different way or wishing you could have spent more time with your dad or something in a way like uh in a way just more so for like uh sporting reasons is right really it didn't Not. really have anyone to push me kind of thing right you know do the extra work right so that's really the only aspect that i kind of wish i had right but other than that no yeah. <laughs> like like in a way like i'm grateful for that scenario and yeah you know because it's made me who i am today and it's pretty dope <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and i don't know but as, as i got older like i said it got easier to kind of understand it and when I fully let go of, like, the hate was when I was 18, 19, and my mindset really changed after then. What do you think um, pushed that mindset change, turning 18? Um, kind of like I had hate and shit, and so I was well, really resentful. Just to stop so. you right there real quick, like, the hate of and the resentment of just, like, your dad not being part of your life? Yeah, like, not understanding why the fuck would, would you do that kind of thing, you know? Right. So, like, me letting go of that was, like, me telling myself, like, this is affecting me and not him. Like, I'm the one thinking right. about it all the time. I doubt he's thinking about it. So, I, f- I just figured if I let go of this, I'm going to eventually feel better. And, you know, slowly but surely I did. And it's nothing like I thought I knew was going to help, but I just knew how to do that. Right, yeah. So, you essentially <clears throat> took ownership over the problem and said, like... Yeah, because, like, like I said, it was affecting me more than it was him, right. I thought, in my head. So. Right. Yeah, I'm just not letting it affect you anymore. Yeah, yeah. I totally relate with that. Ultimately, like specifically with the moving around a lot, because like um, I always remember my parents being separated, so I was always with either my dad or either my mom, and it was always back and forth, and we lived in all kinds of different places. So it was like always hard to like build a group of friends to begin with, like until like the third grade when we kind of settled down to place with my dad. And so um, I just always remember being like fearful going to school, like trying to meet new friends and being super upset the first day and first week because it was always something different and then um ultimately just getting older and looking back on that situation and like you said now having gratitude for it because I feel like I fit in in so many different groups of people and so it was like at the time it was like oh my gosh this is so horrible and then like eventually just kind of quit like looking at it like that because I didn't want to blame like because for a minute, it was kind of like, oh, I don't want to go try and hang out with those kids because I already have a couple of friends that I like, and I don't want to get myself out of this again because I'm sick of meeting new people all the time. Yeah. And then it was like, 
kind of forced upon me to meet new people and then it was like almost natural and I started to realize that it was like oh like because I went through that this is actually pretty easy for me so like yeah now as like you're older like I see you're it's fairly easy for you to like go in and interact with some people because I'm assuming this is like a reason for it too yeah essentially yeah it's like it doesn't matter if you're in the music sports if you're a um, more like on that gothic vibe or anything like that like maybe you're really nerdy uh, I can totally sit down, have a conversation, and hang yeah. out with you, and vibe out with you. It doesn't got to be like I was definitely in high school, much more like sporty, but always hanging out with different groups of people. Like honestly, my family's always like Cody's a Cody's a jock, but he gets along with everybody, and I yeah. was always like, yeah, like it's no reason not to. Ultimately. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, and so is that like probably the biggest challenge of adversity you kind of faced throughout your life that kind of had the biggest impact on the way you kind of look it, at things now? It's definitely not the biggest. Um, I have a couple I could touch on, but I think probably the biggest one that really affects me and the way that I navigate my life was that after we did settle down, uh, my dad ended up meeting a lady and stuff and they got uh, pretty addicted to drugs for some time and that was pretty difficult. And, um, if you guys are watching this, it's all love. It is just the truth. So, um, this is just me and my story and expressing what I went through, but yeah, ultimately, they got addicted to drugs for some time, and our house got kind of ridiculous uh, as far as just, like, neglect and stuff like that, and um, ultimately, yeah, like, that shaped me for a really long time. What did I, you learn the most, though, out of that? Like, what what did you learn, I guess? Yeah, I ultimately learned to take extreme ownership for my problems, because as I got older, I blamed a lot of the situations that I was going through <clears throat> on that. I would always look back and be like, man, like why didn't they teach me this or why weren't they there for me for that and all those things and I just really only end up getting myself into more issues with that type of thinking until I was finally like this is really up to you like you're an adult now like you have to take on all your problems as an adult and not blame the situation that you went through and really just taught me like because during that time in my life I was kind of like on my own essentially like <laughs> My parents were kind of uh, removed from the situation, so I was always out running the neighborhood, trying to find ways to make myself some money, or always really playing basketball with my friends and trying to stay out of trouble myself. And so, looking at that situation, going like, okay, let's now do this as an adult. Like, let's run around trying to find ways to make money. Let's play some sports and hang out with people who are good for you and try to stay away from all the people who aren't contributing to your peace, happiness, and essentially progression in life. And so, I really learned just to keep to myself and surround myself with good people. So that's kind of what you kind of live by now, kind of. Oh, things. certainly, yeah. yeah, definitely. Don't don't blame my past. Look that look at that as like what skills did I learn in that situation? Essentially, like I learned how to deal with a lot of stressful and a lot of pressure in that mm. situation, and just to just keep moving, keep going. Like stuff's difficult, but that doesn't have to affect my mindset. And that goes for just about every situation, though. I feel like. You just kind of, you kind of have to overlook the negative, but kind of, you know, like a, like the last episode, you know, accept the situation for what it is. Right. And then just look at what it can be afterwards, you know, just overlooking all that bullshit. Yep. And then it really, it's your mindset and the way you think and approach after that kind of thing. Yep. And I think also too, like you touching on that just kind of makes me think too, like I also kind of like blame that situation a lot, like where I wasn't taking ownership and being like, dang, I'm without because of these things like I don't have as much nice stuff as my friends did because like their family was like all together the whole time throughout them growing up and and instead of being like man this sucks like I just started taking um like gratitude like 
counting my blessings essentially what do i have today like do i have shoes on my feet do i have a roof over my head do i have food in my cupboards if those questions are all answered yes then today should be a good day how do you acknowledge your gratitude um i well ultimately i've i've created a practice out of it so it's almost an everyday thing for me is like wake up uh say thank you like i'm glad to be alive and then just pretty much just go over that checklist essentially just do i have shoes do i have a roof over my head and do i have food and if like i said if those answers are all checked yes then i really shouldn't have like much reason to be terribly upset because there's so many people who don't have those things even still today yeah i feel like those things are the things when we wake up we just kind of we're comfortable with them being there we're used to having it so right. it's just kind of like boring to us so it's like there's no way to you know say thank you for having feet i mean shoes on my feet and stuff like that food roof on my head like you're just used to it yeah it's it's really easy to <clears throat> not feel um gratitude because well, specifically here in the States, like a lot of these amenities that we live with are offered to most people. So it's like people are like, yeah, of course I have water in my house. Of course I have shoes on my feet. But like for me, there was times where I didn't have shoes on my feet or I didn't have water in my home or I didn't have electricity. And so it was like, so to answer yes to those questions is like, hey, way better than i was before yeah for real let's keep making this situation better instead of looking at what i don't have and look at what i do have there was this guy i can't remember his name off the top of my head but he said if you always look at the things you don't have you'll never have enough and if you look at the things you do have you'll always have more than enough and i really love to live by that and create like a practice out of it because ultimately if i don't create a practice out of it like you said it just goes right under the rug it's like yeah i got shoes okay cool yeah like what do shoes help me out with today? It's like, take them off. <laughs> take walk. them off and walk to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And now you're having a lot more rough of a day. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately, I think it's great that like talking about the bigger struggles is crazy because you said like everyday life can be these like tactics that I use to overcome those big struggles is exactly the same tactics I use in traffic when somebody cuts me off and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, (laughs) and I get like angry for a second. And then like, I've learned that the more that I'm angry, that just kind of spirals down to a hill. I try to switch lanes and then you rear end somebody and you're like, Oh my gosh, this just got 10 times worse than somebody cutting me off. So instead it's like, one, I recognize that, that upsetness, like being like, no reason for it. Yeah. It's a waste of energy basically. Exactly. And, And because I was having a good day, it's like pretty easy to recognize like, Oh my gosh, that's hella annoying. So then I'd literally say, why are you so upset? Do you have shoes on your feet? Do you have a roof over your head? Yeah. And that's, that's you the checklist. Or, you know, yeah, that'd be shitty. But yeah. it's just like the little things, you know, you fucking look at. It. Like, there's no reason to be upset. Yeah. yeah. You just look over those things, essentially. If you, if you don't create a practice out of checking them off. So if you are going through something, my recommendation is just really go make a little checklist for yourself. Maybe write on a piece of paper. And whenever you start to feel like dang life is hard this is difficult or i'm upset with the place that i'm at go over that checklist and just go over that checklist again and really keep yourself accountable to holding yourself um with a high amount of gratitude have you had any other struggles this week have anybody cut you off in traffic no i just i'm you know i'm a, I'm a careful driver no, I usually don't get mad. I, I don't cut people off. I stay in the middle lane, basically. Yeah. I'm always cruising and chilling. I, there's no reason to get mad because I've been in that situation where I've been fucking pissed about somebody cutting me off, and it's like, why? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, am I going to go flip them off and yell at them and fucking... No, it's pointless. Yeah. So, no, I just chill. No, I don't think I've pissed people off either. So, talking about all these bigger struggles um, <clears throat> really just makes me think about the everyday struggle. And at the beginning of the episode, you talked about doing 75 hard, yeah. which <clears throat> is a 75-day challenge that we've taken on. And now we're faced with small <laughs> challenges every single day for 75 days straight. Critical tests. Not challenges, yeah. but it is yeah. a challenge to complete all those critical critical tasks. What is it, five of them? Yep, what are what they? Is it, uh, drink a gallon of water, read 10 pages, two 45-minute workouts, one outdoors, and then what was the last one? Uh, stick to a diet, no yep. cheat meals. And taking a progress pick. Yeah, a progress day. pick comes with it too. Um, honestly, the first week, you know, the first couple of days it was, it was kind of easy. You know, mm-hmm. I've been used to working out twice, twice a day for like the last two months. Yep. But I've been taking my breaks and stuff, so, you know, that – kind of offsets that but it was easy for the first couple of days and then it got really exhausting really mentally exhausting it was yeah. hard like it was just constant battle with your mind you know mm-hmm. and what i realized the mind doesn't like to be overruled it kind of wants to tell you what to do mm-hmm. but if you got shit to do and you you hold yourself accountable and that's where the discipline is built it was just part of what the, this program that you're supposed to gain at the end of the 75 days and it's hard it got hard by like day seven like i was mentally exhausted what like, are we on 12 today Day twelve today, yeah. Day twelve, yeah. yeah. And it so, seems to be getting a little bit easier, but yeah. You said <laughs> you said by day seven was the day you were like, man, this is this is harder than I thought. Yeah, it was probably day six, day seven, it, dude. I was just like, fucking exhausted. Yeah, for me it was like um, I actually hadn't been working out because I had some stuff that I was going through this summer, and <clears> so I was taking a little bit of break from um, exercise. And we were both listening to Andy Frisella's podcast and decide we're like hey man you want to try this challenge with me (laughs) and i was like shit bet it's a great way to get myself back into shape and challenge myself so honestly the first like two three days were incredibly difficult for me because i was just coming off that like (laughs) sore shock like Mm -hmm. when you ain't been working out in a minute and now you're super sore and you have two workouts to do every single day no matter what so yeah it was like that was pretty difficult in my mind, just like I said, like complaining to myself, being like, oh, man, another workout. Yeah, especially on the weekends, especially Sunday. <laughs> Sunday is just kind of like I'm, your body's like, I want to chill the fuck out. You're like, no, nah, motherfucker. Yeah, no, but it's hard. Yeah. It's really challenging on the weekends. I think that's the hardest part, too. And, and day, day six, day seven was on a Saturday, Sunday, too. Okay, yeah, that's <clears> right. Yep. So, they, yeah, they got really tough. I usually got some side hustles going on on the weekends. So, like, I'm already up and at it. So it wasn't, like, too difficult, like, as far as, like, those really aren't rest days for me anyways. I just kind of keep it rolling. So the weekend was kind of similar as far as the rest of the days go. Ultimately, after I, after I really recognize, it's the, it's the things I'm saying to myself in my head. Ugh, I'm so sore. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I started switching it. I was like, I do want to do this. Yeah. Why else would I be doing the challenge? I do want to do this. Let's get it going. It's like, oh, I don't want to eat this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, yeah. yeah oh, shit, I want to eat that. <laughs> right, yeah. The, <laughs> And then really just focusing on the goal, the goal at mind, and the, or the goal at tasks, essentially, is that when that comes up, it's like, well, what's the goal? And if I listen to my brain saying, hey, eat that, or hey, don't eat that. Oh, or, no alcohol, too. I think I forgot that. No alcohol for 75 days. Yeah. And if you miss either one of those uh, tasks, you got to start over every day one. And if you don't, if you kind of miss one of those and you don't restart, then that's kind of just on your conscience at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know for yourself. So, so it's definitely tough. Yeah. Um, so ultimately it's like what I'm hearing is that if you're going through a struggle, no matter how big or how small, count the things you got 
take a take a gratitude list and check those things off count your blessings whatever you want to call it what do you have instead of what don't you have um, focus on the goal so if you don't have a vision you should probably create a vision and some form of goal for yourself even if that is to be happy because it's like oh i don't want to do this workout go back to the goal is that going to make me happy to skip this workout it might make you comfortable in the moment but how do you feel always after you finish the workout <clears throat> Great, right? Energized most of the time. Exactly, because you're headed towards that goal. Yep, yep. And so that's what I like to do. Like, oh, man, I don't want to do this. Well, what's the goal? All right, I got to do it. Let's get it. Let's get up and and get going. It's it's tough how much you think, you know, you're disciplined, quote, unquote. Not everybody feels disciplined, but I I thought I was really disciplined. Right. And doing this has made made me realize I'm not as disciplined as I thought I was. Yeah, I thought I was taking really good care of myself, and I was like, And now I'm realizing that I could be doing it even more like just stretching after workouts and eating the right foods when I just thought it was cool to just eat some muffins for calories. <laughs> and now I just feel way more energized now that I'm not doing that because I am eating good. <laughs> and awesome. so it's, it's definitely a Fig big bars switch. for lunch. Yeah. Cheetos. <laughs> with, the, with the Cholula and the Tapatio <laughs> and the Cheetos. Classic. Fuck. Can't go wrong. Ten cups of coffee. <laughs> You can go wrong with 10 cups of coffee. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well, um, ultimately, I think that's a good... I think that hits a lot of points for anybody who might be struggling out there. Yeah. And obviously, with the theme of this podcast, I'm sure we're going to talk about struggle more. Um, get into depth with everything. You know, as we get, you know, a little awkward still, but we're going to get comfortable. And then it's just figuring it out. Yeah, it does feel a little awkward still. But uh, I think it's just going to be more natural. Yeah, while we're here, I just kind of want to chat with you, ultimately. You say you went to Green Bluff today? Yeah. How was that? Fucking not what I expected. No? <laughs> no, nah, man, I was expecting a maze. I was expecting the You're expecting nine, a corn bro. maze? Yeah, bro. That's not a corn maze. <laughs> I know, bro. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, I got there and I was disappointed, but, you know, I picked out some pumpkins. Uh, that was about it. Yeah. Walked around. You know, is that all they have there? Was the pump- I haven't been up there in a minute. Uh, at the one spot, they had the pumpkins and stuff, and then we walked over down the street to the, I don't I forgot, a little different one, and they had a little couple vendors and stuff, like crystals and clothes oh, and nice. paintings. And then... Was it like a pop-up shop? Uh, there was like eight little pop-ups, but okay. I guess it is, yeah. Is it... Do You, <clears throat> and then I, they you might not know too. this, but is it like... Do you think it's set up all the time, or was it just set up for this weekend? I think it's every weekend. Okay. Or when it's open, That's cool. at least. That's cool. Um, but yeah. I saw on your Snapchat you were trying to talk to some goats some and donkeys. Goats, dude, yeah, it was Tom Brady sitting there in the fucking donkey dude. I was asking him where Shrek was and he kept looking at me and I was just like, dude, I think he knows what I'm talking that's about. That's because he's Eeyore, bro. <laughs> that's not donkey, that's that's Eeyore, but you should ask him where Winnie the Pooh was. Yeah, I guess I could have. He was but... looking kinda sad. But yeah, they had they had a little maze there at that one, but it was fucking stupid yeah just small. <laughs> it was just easy to get out like yeah. you could see the other side <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't a scary maze either. no yeah and they had some games there like cornhole um did you play cornhole putt putt uh no i didn't play anything oh. they had jenga with like bigger blocks and shit that's cool so it's kind of cool a little scenery it's kind of kind of cool out there the rural yeah that's you know, cool. it's nice out there who'd you go with my girl nice hella windy though <laughs> yeah it was very windy today my yeah. my second workout today i did um down at liberty park i just played some basketball and I didn't shoot any threes. I just shot like little five footers and ten footers, fifteen footers. Pretty much the further I got out, the harder it was. Yeah. You got to put more arc on the yeah. ball. The wind was just carrying it everywhere, and it's super <laughs> frustrating to play basketball in the wind. Yeah. But I got through it. It was nice. I'm yeah. happy that I finished that workout. Yeah, it's, 
I think the second workout's going to start getting tough once it starts getting colder. But Oh, yeah, the outdoor workout, nice. essentially. Yeah, yeah. Nice, Whether guess. you decide to do that first or second. Yeah. Yeah, the weather is something to overcome for sure if you're going to be outside in it. How was your week at work? Uh, fun. Exhausting. Not really exhausting. Tiring in a way, but it's fun. Learn. Bullshit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you? Oh, my week is good. My week has been busy. Like you said, with the 75 hard, it feels like stuff doesn't stop. I wake up, work out, I eat because that's part of my goal is eat a lot. I got to hit 2,500 calories at the end of the day, by the end of the day. And so it's either eat or drink. And then I hop in my truck and I let it warm up. And then I read some out of my book while it's warming up. And then I head to work. Yeah. And then I work. And then I go home. I do another workout and eat some more. Read if I haven't finished the 10 pages. So it's just been really um, consistent and constant, which I've been enjoying because I've been staying off of my phone. And that's really opened my time. eyes. Yeah, <clears throat> really makes me realize how much time I have and how much time I've been wasting. But ultimately, my week at work was nice. Got to see everybody. Nobody called out this week. <laughs> everybody seems like they're in a good mood, so that's I think, nice. I think it's been like that for the last couple of weeks, and it's been nice, peaceful. Yep. Kind of hanging out, it seems like, but, you know, we get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> also had some side hustles this week, so I went and did right, it. How's that going? It's going great. Uh, I got one consistent... Um, lady that i really like doing her garden it's just a super big place and i've been going out there often and so she got like a garden she got another lawn over here she got some other stuff over here i got in the creek for her this weekend and yeah. moved some uh rocks that were that's the place with the art gallery that one weekend right yep yeah. yep the little spokane art gallery yeah, that was the cool little cool. spokane river art gallery is that what it is yeah i think that's what it was that was cool me on instagram cool now. to see that was definitely cool to see so if you had one thing you could tell the viewers this <clears throat> week about maybe they're going through a struggle right now. Um, what do you think the first thing that they should do to take steps to overcome that or maybe see just a change in their mindset about what it is? I think outweigh the good and the bad first. Kind of see what, how, how you know bad your situation really may be. You know, sometimes it's, it's more tra tra tragic than others kind of thing. Um, but just kind of, you know, analyze your situation and then just go from there. And then, you know, if you need to work out, do some yoga, meditate or something to, you know, get yourself into peace of mind, take that step first, you know, maybe kind of just clear your mind. And then after that, just, you know, what, what, what do you, all right, what are you able to control in that situation? Right. You know, look at what you can control mm -hmm. and then X out what you can't control. Yep. And then just, you know, get yourself a little bit of peace of mind and then just don't overthink it really. Because yep. overthinking is what kills us, and then it, it just becomes overwhelming, and that's when anxiety kind of kicks in. Right. And then a lot of people start their week with anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, anxiety is definitely <clears throat> difficult when you're overthinking. Um, I really like the what can you control specifically because um, <laughs> there's a lot of things in life we cannot control, but the one thing you can always control about life is your attitude. So something difficult may have just happened. You might have hurt your ankle. You your coworker might have called in and now you have to do all their tasks today, but you can control your attitude about how you feel about that. You can't control them for not showing up. You can't control your other workers, um, your other coworkers' attitudes or anything like that. They might be super down and negative, right. but you can always make the choice to say, I'm going to be above this and I'm going to still keep a good attitude about this no matter how many things 
come crashing down on me. Like you can't yeah, control you, the weather, yeah. but you can control your attitude. And if you keep your attitude, you know, positive and upright there, you might you have the power to affect those around you who, you know, probably seem down at that time. Right. You know, if it's your work, work area, workplace, whatever, yeah. that's a good spot to you know, keep your attitude up because that's going to affect everybody else. They're going right. to be like, shit, if he's happy, let him be happy. Yep, and that's yeah. one of the reasons I do it is because I want the other people around me to not see me getting down. Like, damn, this, this is a tough day, but this motherfucker's smiling, laughing, dancing. Yeah. He's having a good shit's time. not that bad. No. <laughs> so there you have it. Pretty much freaking don't stress out on the things that you can't control. Focus on the things that you can control. Which is your attitude for the most part and your perspective. And take steps to reach your goals and have that goal in mind. Yeah, and don't let anything stop you. Like it's gonna get hard. Just like I said last time, you know, keep faith. Yeah. And just keep moving forward. Uh but you know, we thank everyone for watching the last one, sharing it, like we said. You know, make sure to go like, share, subscribe, shop, anything you want. Any support is appreciated. We fucking, we love it. It's dope seeing feedback and everything. So we appreciate you guys, and I hope you guys keep that watching because it. we're just going to keep sharing our our story, our, you know, experiences, and we want to grow with you guys. We don't have shit figured out. We want to help you guys figure it out because we're trying to figure it out. But yeah. we're just trying to make it easier. Stay high, stay motivated, stay happy, as they say. Let's get it. Not a wrap. <laughs> But I'm a money-making, meditating, marathon-minded, musically-inclined human being. I'm a great soul with a great flow, a creature you have never seen. I'm a money-making, meditating, marathon-minded,